licking ice cream inside the store is now a crime. Some nuns broke COVID restrictions to attend an exorcism. And federal agents seize cocaine-frosted cornflakes cereal. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by, that's right, a comedian. And sometimes I'm even funny. Here's your news. Licking ice cream is now a crime in Arizona. If you do it inside a store, disgusting food and drink challenges are to blame for this. You guys know the ones like putting licked ice cream back in a store freezer. You've seen these challenges. You lick the ice cream and you put it back in the freezer. How many videos have been shared of this kind of deplorable human behavior? Well, this could result in jail time for some people in Arizona. The governor, Doug Ducey, is signing a new anti-tampering law. Ooh, no more tampering. Um, they always have fancy words for the, the most just disgusting behavior. Like, what does is, what is tampering cover? Well, it covers uh, licking ice cream and putting it back in the freezer. It covers uh, taking a dump in the middle of Walmart. State Senator T.J. Chope said last year when he introduced a similar bill that existing statutes made it difficult to prosecute people for contaminating store food or drinks. Uh, that proposal didn't make it. But this year's version of that proposal found support. Well, good, because people shouldn't be contaminating store food or drink and then getting away with it. You know, not during a pandemic or not during any time. What was that woman in uh, Walmart? She rubbed potatoes on her butt and then put them back. I think I covered that one. That was more of a visual story, really. (laughs) Some of the stories I try to cover on a podcast, but this is like a this is more of an audio format. You really needed to see the woman rubbing the sweet potatoes on her butt crack to really get the full force of the story. This new law in Arizona makes it a class one misdemeanor to intentionally introduce or to mingle, quote, any bodily fluid or foreign object not intended for human consumption with water, food or drink. Um, that's if a person actually consumes the produce or the damage of the contamination is at least $1,000. Okay, let me wrap my head around this. You're not allowed to introduce intentionally or to mix any bodily fluid or foreign objects not intended for human consumption with water, food, or drink. I guess that covers a lot of things. But some... All right, I'm not going to go there, but some people do things... uh, Some people are into very strange sexual things and they would make an argument that, you know, some of that bodily fluid, mm, it's intended (laughs) to be consumed. This says here, it's if a person actually consumes the produce or the damage of the contamination is at least $1,000. Well, if you're, you know, if you're licking ice cream, I don't think that damage is $1,000. It's just ice cream at that point. If you licked all of the ice cream in the store, that might be $1,000 worth of damage. Uh, And then this other thing that's, that confuses me. It says if the person actually consumes the product. So if I guess unless someone actually buys the contaminated product and consumes it, only then is it a class one misdemeanor? I mean, it should be anybody caught on video doing this disgusting behavior can be prosecuted. I mean, end of story. I mean, I'm not a lawmaker, but that just seems the proper way to do it. It says here, if nobody consumes the contaminated produce, okay, so now we're getting into the specifics. If nobody consumes the produce and the damage is less than 1000 it's still a class two misdemeanor with the potential for four, month in, four months in jail and a $750 fine. Okay, so they're, 
it at least appears that they're trying to cover all their bases. What is the the jail sentence for the class one misdemeanor? It doesn't say. The end of the article says it's unclear how many people are still trying the ice cream challenge, but enough revolting videos surfaced in 2019 to dispel any notion that this was just an urban myth. It seemed to start with a video of a Texas teenager licking ice cream and putting it back that went viral, leading to her referral to the juvenile justice authorities. The act was followed by multiple copycat videos, including a Louisiana man who was later told to pay over $300 or serve 34 hours of community time. Another ice cream licking Texan who was sentenced to 30 days in jail plus fines and restitution. And a Florida woman who was charged with a misdemeanor after filming her daughter licking a tongue depressor in a doctor's office. <laughs> Instances of the trend in 2020 have had a coronavirus motif, including a Pennsylvania woman who caused over $30,000 worth of food to be destroyed after she intentionally coughed on it and a man being charged for licking a row of deodorant cases after asking on video, who's scared of coronavirus? <laughs> okay, so Arizona and other states, it looks like, I think Texas should get on board with this as well because it sounds like a lot of people doing these challenges in Texas. These disgusting food-licking challenges. Yeah, people need to be prosecuted more than ever for this, especially during a pandemic, as I've said. Nothing funny about that. This is just some serious degenerate behavior that we need to get wrangled. Yay! Irish nuns broke COVID restrictions in order to attend an exorcism. The video has appeared fairly recently. Apparently, the exorcism occurred on December 8th. The video shows the exorcism in a subsequent mass in Herbert Park. The event attracted around 70 attendees despite outdoor gatherings at the time being limited to 15. The mass was run by Friar Giacomo Bellini. Uh, what he's doing in Ireland, I have no idea. Who He told the crowd at the gathering that, quote, no human power can take away the right to say mass. Well, is this mass or is it an exorcism, Friar Bellini? Bellini, isn't that a like a, a wine-related cocktail? That's just... <laughs> How'd you like to be named after a beverage? Go ahead, Friar Bellini. How am I going to take you seriously? You're named after a beverage. Friar Bellini is a member of the Society of St. Pius Resistance. Oh, this sounds like an anarchist group, not a religious society. It, this is a splinter group of the controversial SSPX, which was founded in 1970 by a former bishop who clashed with the Vatican and uh, over reforms. Oh, this is a very outre, avant-garde religious sect. What's going on? Did I wow you guys with my vocabulary? Friar Bellini has been operating from a farmhouse in Cork. Uh, it says here, neither of these groups are in communion with the Catholic Church and neither has sought any permission for these activities from the Diocese of Cork as well. This is unbelievable. These, uh, you know, You're going to gather outside. You're not even... Con this isn't sanctioned by the Catholic Church, A., since when are exorcisms like a public event that a bunch of people can show up? That confuses me. 70 people at an exorcism? How? <laughs> the nuns apparently have a GoFundMe appeal. They've raised 80,000 pounds. <laughs> Why? In one donation, they were given over 5,000 pounds anonymously. Uh, earlier this month, one of the nuns named Irene posted on the GoFundMe page that the outstanding charity towards our needs has finally made it possible for us to purchase some property. Oh, great. Purchasing property for your exorcisms. 
Wow, this is just outrageous. This kind of activity is almost as bad as the spring break activity that happens in Florida. A bunch of idiots getting together. Shot, shots, 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 shot, shots during a pandemic. And then you got a bunch of nuns getting together like, <laughs> be gone, Satan. The power of Christ compels you, compels you, compels you during a pandemic. Also unacceptable behaviors. But, you know, when you do it under the guise of religion, everybody's supposed to just like say, oh, that's OK, and give you money so you can buy property to do more of this nonsense. And that's what's going on. Look, these are trying times. I'm not going to say you can't have exorcisms right now. I think a lot of us feel like we need an exorcism. I don't know about you, but I felt like I've been going insane in the past year at various intervals. I'm wondering if I have a demon inside my brain. It feels that way. But then I just drink it away like a normal person. But some of you, the alcohol is not going to work. You really have a demon inside of you. And in those instances, an exorcism might be appropriate. I don't know if these things are real. I don't know. I've seen YouTube videos of people getting exorcists exorcisms and it looks like something's going on to me i don't know what that is but you should be granted one if you seriously need some and the church has investigated the situation and decided that yes indeed some resources should be spent uh, to send a couple of uh, the homeboys to your apartment with a bible and a cross and some holy water to stop you from having your head spin around 360 degrees and puking green slime against the walls and touching yourself <laughs> Like, you should be granted that if you need it. But it shouldn't be happening with 70 people in an arena. Certainly not. That, that, I'll say that. Federal agents have seized cocaine-coated frosted flakes. And they're great! Earlier this month, U.S. Customs and Border Protection... Officers in Cincinnati intercepted a shipment of cocaine-coated cornflakes originating from South America. The shipment was sent from Peru and destined for a private residence in Hong Kong. And the shipment was detected, guess by who, guys? Can you guess? By a drug-sniffing dog, our hero of the story. Upon closer inspections of these frosted flakes, officials noticed white powder and a grayish substance coating the cereal's flakes. Officers tested the flakes and powder and found they're great! <laughs> they found that they contained cocaine. If you don't know, cocaine is a Schedule II substance under the U.S. Controlled Substances Act. Uh, these sound like the greatest tasting Frosted Flakes of all time. And, uh, you know, maybe the breakfast of champions here. Before we make fun of this product, let's just, let's just give some credit to the I don't know, a very crafty individual who decided to put the cocaine in the Frosted Flakes. This is, <laughs> I would have never thought to do, to do that. <laughs> I can't believe they found him. Wow, this dog. Here's a quote from uh, one of the narcotics officers. The men and women at the Port of Cincinnati are committed to stopping the flow of dangerous drugs, and they continue to use their training, intuition, and strategic skills to prevent these kinds of illegitimate shipments from reaching the public. Yeah, but what about the dog? What's the dog's name? I want to know more about this drug-sniffing hero, <laughs> the dog. It says here the total of uh, frosted cocaine cereal that was seized is estimated at uh, $2.82 million, and nearly 50 pounds of cocaine cereal. Yeah, frosted yay. <laughs> frosted nose candy. Frosted dust for your nostrils. Good times, good times. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I've, I've cut down on sugar. And uh, Jonesy, where are you going with the sugar story? Yeah, just give me a second. I've cut down on sugar. 
And Frosted Flakes is such a sugary concoction in itself that if I was to eat a bowl of Frosted Flakes right now, I would feel like I had cocaine. That, that's how I would feel because I've just been cutting down on the sugar. It's already a rush, this Frosted Flakes. It's so loaded with sugar. I can't imagine what it would do. It would be covered in cocaine. Now, to stay on the topic of sugary cereals, in my opinion, the most sugary cereal of all time is Lucky Charms. Uh, do you have this in other countries? Stay away. Stay away. It is definitely a highway to diabetes. Lucky Charms, for sure. But delicious, nonetheless. Um, you know, people hide drugs in the craziest of places. I did a story about, you know, heroin bananas. This, guy, I mean, this stuff is just, you know, nothing is off limits when it comes to drug smuggling, it seems. Uh, put, to put them in the in the frosted flakes, though. I mean, that's something that Tony the Tiger couldn't have never predicted, for sure. <laughs> hey, kids! Breakfast of champions, cocaine flakes. <laughs> How do you like your corn flakes, huh? Sprinkle a little sugar on that. Yeah, uh, more like a little nose candy. Hey, thanks for joining me on this Monday episode of Weird AF News. I hope I'm starting your week off on a. Well, an entertaining note, at least. Maybe you even learned something. I got a lot of emails over the weekend. I want to thank everybody, like Connie, Angela, Sydney, Jessica, Julie, Krista, Christopher, Lauren, Lily, Christina. Got a lot of emails. It was wonderful. A lot of Florida articles were sent. Big shout out to everybody who dropped me some Florida articles. Appreciate all of you. Uh, I got a nice review, too, that I'd like to read on Amazon. I don't think I read this one. Uh, it's from DJ Heenan. Did I read this one already? I got five stars from DJ Heenan, which is a... Uh, I wonder if this is a real DJ. DJ Heenan spinning up the five stars. It says, funny stories, great price. <laughs> I like that. Funny stories, great price. That should be my catchphrase. Great price. Yeah, the price is free, everybody. <laughs> it says, still the best, quote, news on the internet. Been listening three years now, and Jonesy just gets funnier. Can't beat Florida Fridays. Would give 10 stars if I could. Great laughs for free. All capital letters. Free. Thank you, DJ Heenan, for making everybody know that it's free. So those of you who are taking the time to write awful reviews on something that's free, check yourself. Uh, thank you, DJ Heenan. All the five-star reviews help on Amazon. And, um, you know, I'm not getting any reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. So, I don't know. Do any of you listen on Apple Podcasts? Please, just drop me a review. I mean... I got hardly any on there. It seems very strange. I know I have a lot of listeners on Apple Podcasts, but I haven't got a review since like Christmas. So uh, please go on there and leave me a review. It'd be very helpful. Give me a, you don't have to give me five stars. If you want to give me like half of that many, I'm okay with that. Um, you know, if you just want to say, hey, this is an okay podcast, meh. It's not, for, it's not, you know, the best time, but it's okay. You know, if you got nothing else going on, you know, smoke a doob and sit down with Weird AF News and Jonesy. Uh, if you want to call the show, by the way, I think I've left this number a few times, haven't I? Yeah, I think I have. It's 646-450-2012. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can reach out, out to me on the Instagram, at funnyjones. You could do that. Um, and lastly, please check out the Patreon. That's a way that you can support the show. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews, where you can... Uh, it's like joining a, a special club of super fans of Weird AF News, and I give everybody in there extra Weird AF content. So, uh, and most of the people enjoy that. Most of them. Uh, so check that out. Uh, it's like buying Jonesy a cup of coffee a month or a beer. Don't you want to buy me a beer? 
like a uh, a nice peanut butter stout or something. That sounds lovely. Okay, I think uh, I think I'm done here. No, hell, Jonesy, is that true, man? I guess I've been stabbing myself for the last four to five minutes in the left leg with this EpiPen my cousin left here after she got stung by a bumblebee about two and a half years ago, and I got a job interview in about three and a half hours. I don't even know if I can read the clock. Um, Shit, I shouldn't have had so many bush lights. Damn you, bush gardens. Hats off to those two broads. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me, two young ladies that that be dressing like a couple of old haggathas that, that, that went to go get their uh, inoculation or uh, immunization, or stabbing with a needle that gives you no more COVID, whatever it is. I know you got to go back and get a second one. This may be tough to wear the same costume, but yet in a different desirable destination. Jonesy, stop me. <laughs>